It's time for counterculture. Are you tired of how divided we are? Let's find the peacemakers. Think everyone is mean and selfish? Let's talk to those who are helping us all be more loving and caring. Think our culture is going downhill? Let's meet those who are helping us flourish. And now your host, Jonathan Sanborn. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you so much to tuning in to Counterculture here. I am so excited for kind of what's been happening with this show. I think we're I, I, I kind of like a dumb guy. I stepped into a place of like, should I do a show and what is it should it be about? And I think more than ever, we need voices of peace, voices who are bringing us together. If you have if you've turned on the news in the last decade <laughs> or year or whatever, you know that our, our world is horribly divided and our country is and, and often even within churches, we see others as bad, suspicion. We see groups not working together. Uh, we see things tending, seemingly getting worse than getting better. But I believe the culture of Jesus is counter to that. The way of Jesus ultimately is the way of peace. It's bridge building. It's it's learning and listening and and bringing people together. So I get to find the people around our state, even around the nation, who are stepping into those spaces. And so here in studio today, we have Miss Tracy, Mrs. Tracy Beal. I, why don't I throw the Mrs. in there? I never do that. I don't know. Well, Tracy's I'm one. Proud to be a Mrs. You're though. proud to be a Mrs. Good. Yes, she is a proud Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> all my hats. All where yeah. all your hats. They the Mrs. Matter. is right there. Super wife, super mom, super grandma. <laughs> That's right. Seven she, grandchildren. Seven grandchildren. Yes. Holy smokes! <sighs> I, yeah, I don't think I've had seven pets in my life, <laughs> and I, I probably did a bad job with like four of them. So. <laughs> So Tracy is the founder and executive director of School Connect. She helps local schools build, School Connect helps local schools build dynamic partnerships among businesses, faith, government and nonprofit organizations. Their strategic collaboration helps schools accomplish measurable goals while fostering win-win partnerships. I love win-win. It yes. doesn't always happen. Yes, no, it doesn't always happen. Uh, especially if I get one of those wins. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's, I mean, boy, she has partnered with just about like so many organizations with the Palo Verde Middle School, the Washington Elementary School District. Uh, they've wait, facilitated partnerships in 700 public and charter schools in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a big deal. School Connect hosts a yearly summit, which I've attended at GCU as a while back, where top leaders from each of these sectors gather to learn best practices about collaboration with schools. Tracy also serves as a pastor at Pure Heart Church. And is an amazing collaborator. She's a member of the Global Leadership Summit Team, Grand Canyon University Advisory Board, and the Phoenix Mayor's Youth and Education Commission, among many others. And as she mentioned, she is a Mrs. to Miss uh, to David, and four grown children and seven <laughs> seven grandchildren. Seven okay, grand- I think we're done. Uh, that's that's we've accomplished a lot just by man <laughs> just by saying that. Tracy, thank you for joining us. Such a pleasure to be here, John. So here's the deal. We like, you know, we don't, you know, you're, we could easily just say you're a big deal and just talk about all the big deal stuff. But we also know you're a human being. Mm. And so we like to play this game called fake news. Okay. So I want to find, you need two things about yourself. Okay. One thing that's true and one thing that's not. All right. So, and I try to guess which one's fake. Okay. Okay. So in, in any order. Okay. So let all me right. see if I can guess. All right. So the first one is uh, rock climbing is one of my favorite sports. Okay. And the second one is I rode a racehorse at the Hollywood racetrack. A racehorse at the – no, see, that's very specific. 
<laughs> and here I have the luxury now of being in studio, so I can make eye contact. Yes, you're totally. And she cheating. slightly looked away when she mentioned the rock climbing. So I'm saying rock climbing's fake news. You're right. You are. Yes. You are right. Oh. Rock climbing scares me. Oh, I. I, I love bet. hiking. I love outdoors. Yeah, but, but rock the climbing. Actual rock climbing. Even the. Have you tried the rock gym? Oh yeah. All that. None of that's yeah. your. Jam. I'm. I'm just. Yeah. I like to watch it. Yes. But I don't want to be on the cliff going belaying down. No, that's not. But that's you're not my you're thrill. riding a racehorse at the. Tr- <laughs> that's dangerous, especially uh, yeah. you, know, you know. So I was ten years old. Okay. And I was a part of um, a an organization where we performed at the Hollywood Racetrack. <laughs> nice. But my horse was an ex-race horse. Oh. It was a thoroughbred horse who'd been okay. on the racetrack. And <laughs> I am behind the yellow coat and the red coat. It okay. Was a, it was a hunt procession. And so you are you're following the yellow coat and the red coat. You are never supposed to pass the yellow coat. Okay. Never pass the red coat. Okay. My horse is a racehorse. Oh, he gets he just, out on boom. the racetrack and he's going. Boom. And I'm getting past the yellow coat. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I have to stop this horse. You're so 10. I'm 10. So I am, I see a, a jump that I'm going to go over to slow him down. Oh. He's a great jumper. Oh, but I'm goodness. about to jump and he shies. And I go flying off. Oh, my goodness. And the entire thing stops. <laughs> 10,000 people in the stands. Oh, my and goodness. And the announcer says, is she okay? <laughs> I'm so little that I can't get on my horse by myself. And they won't let you go to a, a like a fence. So the yellow coat has to come over and lower their stirrup to get me up on my oh. horse. And then we have a hand for the little horsewoman. Little and I... Died oh, no. of embarrassment. I was so embarrassed. Oh, yeah. It was one of the most embarrassing moments of my I bet. short I life bet. at that time. So that was in California. That's a that true is story. something. Yeah, I grew up with that, that not far from the Hollywood racetrack, maybe about twenty miles from there. And hey, so that's so you those know. Are, I know. Uh, and that would be absolutely as a ten year old, absolutely tragic. It was. But, but you you rebounded, I can tell. <laughs> So now you're, you're. I had to perform twice more after that oh, that no, day. No. So I had to like figure out wow. how to rein him they, in and take care of it. They, they wouldn't do that to kids these days. They they forced <laughs> they they toughened us up back then. I tell yeah yeah. So so now you're you've obviously come home. You've overcome your childhood trauma. <laughs> and then you're now you start this amazing organization. Yeah. Called School Connect. Mm-hmm. Was it? I think you're at ten years. Actually, we started the model 12 years ago, okay. 13 years ago, but we started as a nonprofit seven years ago seven in years this ago. month. Oh, my goodness. So I remember a, uh, a celebration at the Capitol with Governor Ducey honoring your work, you know, thanking you for your, your contribution well, they, to Arizona. He was honoring all the pastors of our state who have okay. been loving on schools. Okay. He included me in the thanks. Well, I, for I, which I am I don't care about them. grateful. You know, I don't really care. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was so honored. And honestly, I feel like the faith community has worked their hearts out. They've served yeah. selflessly. And it was a thrill to have the governor say, I totally see that and agree. I, I can imagine that would just be an, a, like a real highlight, like a bucket, almost like a bucket, I don't know, a bucket list, like you wish for something like that, but when it happens, it's just so amazing. Yes, yes absolutely. That is bucket awesome. List. So, okay, 
We've talked about it being built, but what is School Connect? So School Connect is a nonprofit okay. that helps schools build a village of support around okay. them. And and truly because it's going to take a village to help every child reach their potential. One organization alone is not going to right. do it. It's going to take everybody, the faith, the community, mm-hmm. the business community, nonprofit, government, the neighborhood association, Kiwanis, Rotary. It's, it's going to take all of us. So you're a way of connecting all these, all these community partners or pe- the whole community mm-hmm. around the schools. Yes. Yep. So how is that done? So we do that by getting everybody to one table. It's a model of a, the kind of the core of our model called the CAFE, which stands for Community and Family Engagement. And when all of those people get to one table, okay. now- Can I get a CAFE latte? <laughs> you can. Okay. <laughs> So what's important is that principals really know what to ask for when community partners come to their Mm -hmm. table. They're able to be strategic. They're able to say, hey, we're working on parent engagement or school culture or academic achievement, you know, or uh, decreasing negative discipline behavior. When they have a clear plan, we call it the list in their pocket. Yes. And then you get everybody to one table. Now you're problem solving with your whole village. Right. And you're matchmaking the organization, what it does well, what is its mission, what does it do mm-hmm. that the school, those kids, those parents, right. even the educators, what do they need? And now you're being proactive and you see real change, metrics change mm-hmm. when all those people get together. So you view schools as, as really a strategic institution. So you rally around of all the institutions that we have and things in our world. Why schools? Yeah, so schools are literally in every neighborhood of our country, right. every single one, and they are a portal to every need in that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So whether it's foster care or whether it is homelessness or whether it's drug addiction, whether it's marriage, family, whatever the need, it can be found in that school. So it's like this open door. You just Mm -hmm. invite the whole village to the school, to that open door. And if they work together, it not only brings real change in the lives of kids, but also in the families and in the whole community around it because they're starting to work together. I love that. I absolutely love that. And it just makes so much sense. Yeah. And, and, and you've you've and it's work it's working. It's working. It's not a theory. This is it, it really is. And e- people churches across everywhere in Arizona have yes. their kids in schools. That's right. There's already a natural relational connection. Yep. They're often close by, sometimes even within schools themselves. That's true. There's so many natural connections. Oh, they're renting a school for their church. And they're, or they have student ministries. Well, they, they want to help. student ministries, right. right. They have Absolutely. A, a paid person who thinks about students. Yes. Isn't that – I yes. mean it's, it's crazy because there are people in churches. It's youth pastors or, uh, or missions or outreach right. pastors, but also in nonprofits, an outreach director or in right. a local university or a bank or something. These people are being paid to be community outreach directors. They just have never had a clear, simple yeah. pathway into a school. Mm. And the thought process of uh, all schools have partners, that, that is not new. Right. What's new is getting them to one table and really using problem-solving, design-thinking mm-hmm. process to think, how can we solve these problems together? What can mm-hmm. we do? So why don't churches – this seems like such a no – I'm not – in a sense, you're ma- you've simplified what should have been a no-brainer, but you've, it, it's important. We need things like this to happen. Right. Um, but churches often are – they're doing amazing things but often can be reluctant to get involved in something like this. So what prevents churches from getting involved? I think what prevents them is they're just really busy. They're, they've yeah. got their plate full. They have their budget full. I'm a pastor. So I understand. Right. 
what it's like to yeah. to be trying to do everything that I'm doing. And so when I talk to a church, I say to them, I don't want you to change anything that you are. Mm-hmm. You don't have to start a whole new special emphasis and program. Right. What I'm asking them to do is whatever you're into. Is it homelessness or foster care or refugees? I don't care what it is. Right. Do that through the entryway of the school. Mm-hmm. You're going to find refugees right there yep. or families that need help with their marriages or any of that stuff that they're already into. Right. Not, so they don't have to change their identity, Marriage. their right. focus. They can bring who they are, what they love to do, and it's it's the school right next to them. So these are the families, yes. the kids, the parents, even the teachers, they're trying to reach anyway. They're in their sense. neighborhood. Why wouldn't they do that? Right. You know, their evangelism process, all of that. Right. You know, let's get people in small groups. Uh, all Everything they are trying to do could be done through the portal of the right. school. And now we're not adding a bunch of extra hard things. We're just actually giving them kind of an audience. Right. We're giving them an opportunity sure. that they didn't have before. I, I love that. Absolutely that. And if you're just tuning in, this is Jonathan Sanborn, and you're listening to Counterculture, where we have in studio Tracy Beal talking about School Connect. And it's just been a fantastic way, already learning experience for me to hear about this ministry. I've, I've, I'm familiar with it for a number of years, but I love hearing – every time I get to hear more about it, I love it. So the pandemic has happened. Yes. And it's been absolutely brutal on schools and children. Mm-hmm. So what are some ways has, – has your model addressed this pandemic? Oh, my gosh. What a cool thing that we've gotten to do this whole year. So the first thing that happened, middle of March, we sent a link out to all of our community partners in our schools. And we said, what do you need? What do you have that we can provide as resources? And then we started to matchmake. So okay. School Connect was like a 911 operator, but okay. we were connecting needs right. and resources. Everything from food masks, PPE, sanitizer, school supplies. Right. Um, we had Goodman's Furniture gave us four truckloads of office furniture for teachers of a school district that needed to set up at-home okay. offices so wow. they could teach from home. So we did social-emotional support. We have something called the Parent Connect, and we were able to provide, like pastors and counselors, created really great uh, videos for parents who were really anxious and stressed and didn't know how to to help their kids. And we did all this work. But one of the things that was so exciting was that this pandemic highlighted the digital divide. Okay. So that Mm. means students who don't have computers or they don't have internet or they don't know how to use all that tech support to be able to do that. That's kind of the three-pronged stool, right, right, of the digital divide. So it's an equity issue. Kids that are in poor neighborhoods, foster children, for example, they don't have these core things that they needed. Right. And so School Connect got to be involved. So I joined the Arizona Broadband Network Task Force. And I joined the Superintendent of Instructions Technology Task Force. And then, of course, I'm already on the Marriage, Youth, and Education Commission. And what I did is I listened and I learned and I was able to then collaborate, which collaboration multiplies way beyond what School Connect could ever do by itself. And so here's some of the things we got to do. With Scottsdale Bible Church, they saw what we were doing Mm. to address the digital divide. Scottsdale Bible Church came to me and said, 
we're in. We know the digital divide is such a crucial issue for yes. our kids, yes. right? We understand that if a third grader can't read, it's like going directly into the prison pipeline. Mm. So they said, we want to make a difference. And so it turned out that my contact at the city, Tim Valencia, the uh-huh. Youth and Education Commission, he said, the city is trying to raise money for computers for school districts in the city of Phoenix. Wow. And he said that they need almost 10,000 computers. He said, we've got some CARES Act money, but it's not enough. Right. But what if Scottsdale Bible would raise money and together we could then buy 10,000 computers? So Scottsdale Bible Church okay. took the risk and they said, we're going to raise a million dollars. A million dollars. And we are going to buy computers. And so School Connect, we had the privilege of connecting with a manufacturer directly. So we could get these laptops, great laptops, for like $190 a piece. And so last week, um, the city and School Connect and Scottsdale Bible, we got together with the mayor. We've got all the computers, and we're in the process of giving them out, almost 10,000 of them. I think it's 9,700 to school districts all within the city of Phoenix. And I'm telling you, that is so inspiring to see government, local schools, a faith community, a nonprofit working together. There's no way any of us could have done this by ourselves. But and then I was so proud of Scottsdale Bible because they were they have never raised this much money for an outside you know need in the community and they took the risk and they raised more than a million so wow. they they prioritize yeah. serving yes and they're a model of what's possible yes. it was just incredible then my second one oh boy can I share my I'm second ready. one yes I'm ready for this my second one was this happened in July. We are, I'm on the Arizona Broadband Network Task Force with the state librarians and with Common Sense Media. And the three of us groups together, we're like, oh my gosh, there needs to be internet for 230,000 people, families in Arizona who don't have it. School starting the first week of August, all virtually, we have to do something. So together, we created the connect-arizona.com free Wi-Fi hotspot map. And so this is a map of Arizona where all the free and open hotspots are in English and Spanish, Mm. how you can sign on to a hotspot, how you can find the hotspot. So it's a map. So it gives you directions. And then- This is a big deal. Totally. We just we have so many presumptions coming when it's just always available in our home. Right. And then the state librarian have a, a free tech support hotline. So oh. any tech support needed by anybody, they can yeah. pick up the phone. We've got this on the website. And then resources for those families, mm. all the internet providers and the special deals they have right. so that people who are struggling in poverty might be able to get internet in their homes as well. So wow. those two things that we've gotten to participate in have just been, wow, like as horrible as COVID-19 sure. has been, and yeah. it's been horrible, Yeah, to see people step up to the plate and mm-hmm. care and make a difference in the middle of this, mm-hmm. it's been um, the privilege of a lifetime. That's that is so encouraging. We 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 only I mean so often just hear the worst the worst things that are happening. Right. But this is really stu- people working together substantially and systematically to solve a bigger problems that they could never have done on their own. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I love that. And you know, and the other thing is that churches are hurting. I mean, right. most churches. You know, may, I mean, there are exceptions, but most churches have had laid off staff. They've had to cut back. Yep. And it's very easy to turtle in mm-hmm. and say, I, we've got our own problems. 
Right. And yet the, uh, the Scottsdale Bible and among others has stepped into the gap and said we're, we will still serve even when then when we're lacking. Right. And we each have something different to give. Yeah. You know, I, I am a pastor at Pure Heart and we partner with Life Ridge Resource Center that has lots and lots of food and, and amazing like household supplies and PPE. And, and it's, they're actually providing product for other churches, other organizations wow. Wow. so that they can get into their neighborhoods and serve. So collaboration. Is tough. It's not easy. You have to listen, mm-hmm. communicate, love. You have to go the extra mile. You have to win trust. But when you build that that collaboration, that partnership, mm-hmm. you you can produce far more than any individual organization. So I would say, mm-hmm. small churches, small organizations, you can make a huge difference if you just work together yes. with others. Yeah, you can wow. you can just make a difference, a huge difference. And I think that's something I've observed also during this pandemic in, in that collab- where collaboration seemed to happen the most is because there was already some things in place. Right. It's because of the groundwork of relationships and connections through someone like yourself and School Connect. Yes. You've built a, a framework of connection and collaboration and you're not just doing in – in your church office building and meeting to your congregation. You are out – on all these different commissions and talking with leadership in the government and state across, you know, amazing. And that set the fra- the table, so to speak, for cooperation. It set the table, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of it too. Like what is the next crisis and mm-hmm. w- is the church ready and, and are we ready as Christians because we've we've built – we've left our bubbles and we've cr- we've crossed into other air- sectors in uh, not just it could be schools it could be businesses it could be right. the arts it could be government yes. or whatever that f- sector might be mm-hmm. where God has placed us and say well, how are we going to build these connections right yeah yeah be light absolutely yeah light going into the dark corners right? i love that i love that and you know if if you haven't figured out Tracy and I tend to agree on a lot of stuff. I know why should, I probably I'm not one of those hosts that kind of like, oh well, I don't know about that. So we just sort of kind of have a vibe because we can't. She's just like minded, kindred spirit. So you're also you go to your pastor hat for a second. You okay. talked about hats. Sure. Um, how do you separate your this church, the call of the church mm-hmm. and to you know evangelize, disciple, care for, you know care for the, those who are in. The, hurting who are coming into your doors mm-hmm. and your ministry outwards with school connect how do those how do you sep- separate the two or yeah, I mean, I think you have to understand the boundaries of each. Yeah. Right? So you have to understand as a School Connect executive director, we are spreading across not only Arizona, but several other cities in different states right. now. And so, of course, um, I'm constantly um, honoring the guidelines, the boundaries between public education and, you know, all these other entities. I would say as a pastor, I get to listen and love and hear the need of leaders mm. all over. Mm-hmm. So whether that's a superintendent or a principal or a teacher or whether it's one of our community partners, a business leader or a government leader, um, as they understand kind of my background, right. um, then they they come to me and they'll say, hey, my spouse is in the hospital or I'd really like to have prayer for this right. thing. And so I feel like what I'm really doing in the name of Pure Heart is I'm loving and pastoring mm. the community. Mm. 
that's really what they're having me do. Now, right. I'm integrally involved and in Pure Heart. Yes. But my role now, right. after all these years, is to really represent the heart of Jesus into the whole community. The whole community. Yes. And then I become a bridge. So School Connect is out in the, the community with those um, schools and all those partners. But we can create a safe bridge as people have trust. They've won the right to be heard. Right. Then they walk over that bridge into the church. And they get to be loved on and cared for. Mm-hmm. You know, Pure Heart's one of those churches that has a a workout facility and a drug addiction right. rehabilitation, wow. you know, crossroads center and right. a full counseling department and a resource center where people right. can get jobs. And so, wow, we're just trying to meet need in the name of Jesus and then see mm. as people come, they have that chance. And, and they're going to come because they've met you, and and or and, or someone from your church, so to right. speak. They, you've someone has taken the effort to build that bridge. A person, a, a person who's yeah. journeying alongside of them in a yeah. trusted relationship. Not a flyer. It has yeah. to be that. It's, it's not, not a flyer or an email or something like that. It's going to become. Old, I mean, those can happen. Right. Support uh-huh. of other things, but right. first and foremost is that relationship and mm-hmm. trust that you've built. Thank. This has been a great discussion. How can people learn more about School Connect? Yeah, I would love you to go to our website first off. So that's schoolconnectaz.org. Okay. Schoolconnectaz.org. And then if they want to email me, they could email info at schoolconnectaz.org, and I will definitely respond there. Fantastic. So that's easy. And through us, we'll be able to connect you. Maybe you're somebody listening and you're like, how would I get involved volunteering in my local school? Or maybe you're a faith leader at a church and you're like, I want my church involved. We can get you involved. Maybe you're a business leader. Well, I would like to get my business involved. We can do that. As a matter of fact, this last fall, we had a Love Our Schools Day that focused on teachers, and we had faith communities across the state of Arizona create teacher care package boxes for 10,000 teachers. So we have all these ways to help you actually make a difference directly. So contact us. Fantastic. Tracy, this has been a great conversation. Really appreciate you. God bless you and your ministry. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. Counterculture is made possible by Care Portal, helping local churches help children and families in crisis. Sign up you and your church today at careportal.org. This program was sponsored by Care Portal.